0: Uh, being at, at a family thing coming up, uh, I'm notorious for that, so uh, they always have to watch me photobombing. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter number 4. Uh, both chapters, chapters 4 and chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians, uh, in my Bible, uh, I, I mark up my Bible when I study and as I prepare to preach, I take notes of sermons. And there are sections in my Bible that have more markings in them uh, because I frequently use them. Uh, In chapter number five, uh, I use this passage all the time uh, at committal services uh, for memorials, uh, talking about our earthly house of this tabernacle, and it groans, and uh, it's basically telling us that we're going to cast off this old fleshly tabernacle, we'll get a new... Uh, uh, body, a glorified body. And I'm looking forward to that. You know, so many people struggling with different things, myself included. Uh, it'll be nice uh, to, uh, to shed this old tabernacle. And we groan, we long for that. I was talking with one of the visitors today as they left. Uh, they asked, uh, they showed up uh, and they, they asked me as they were leaving, they said, now, can you explain something to me? And I said, what's that? And they said, the website says that you're pre-millennial. Uh, what does that mean? And so, so I'm explaining to him, you know, the rapture and, uh, and uh, all the different things, what the millennial reign is. And he just thought uh, we were pre-millennial, like millennials, like uh, our church, we, be, like, we do like pre uh, what millennials do. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I said, well, uh, we try to do a little bit of that, but that's not what pre-millennial is. So we're pre-tribulation uh, and we're pre-millennial uh, and that's our position. In fact, uh, we had uh, the person, we had a couple weird encounters during the barbecue and some prophet uh, person showed up uh, while I was back there um, smoking uh, meat uh, and said they were going to uh, break in uh, and they, they're going to preach and somebody, people are going to come hear them and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, you're not going in there. Uh, we're to, to watch the doors. It was just kind of awkward and weird for a few minutes. Uh, and then after that, somebody come. Uh, to spray uh, for uh, pests and all that kind of stuff. And, and I said, uh, well, he, he goes by and he goes, hey, are you, uh, do you use the King James? And I'm like, yeah, I use the King James. Are you King James only? I'm like, yes, we're King James only. I said, where do you go to church? He told me where he used to go to church and, uh, and things. And then he said, asked me some other types of things. Uh, but then later on another swing by, he asked me if we were pre-tribulation. Uh, and I said, yes, we are. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of people are looking for just the little, little things. And but here's what we we believe: the Bible, uh, and uh, whatever the Bible says, we believe that. Uh, and that the Word of God trumps uh, what uh, what we uh, or others, uh, in fact, uh, they think. So we shed this earthly tabernacle, and we, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. I love chapter number five, but both of these chapters are dealing with being encouraged and having, having faith. And if anybody had a right to get discouraged, it would have been the Apostle Paul. In fact, if you don't get anything else out of this tonight, understand that whatever God ordains in your life that you go through, and it's not God, by the way, when He chastens us, it's always corrective. It's not punitive. Uh, and God's just not looking to zap you, and, and He's not mad at every Sunday uh, at you. He is a, a just God, a terrible God, the Bible says. He's holy, uh, the thrice-holy God of the Bible, and we always got to be mindful uh, and reverential uh, to who He is, uh, and He is not your homeboy and all that kind of uh, nonsense. Uh, but, uh, but when it comes to uh, you know, persecution in difficult times, the Apostle Paul, he, he had it all. Uh, and when God allows him to, he allowed him to go through it so that he can write about it. Uh, that's one of the reasons I, I, I see in Scripture that all those things are in there. But God does that for you as well. When you go through something that's difficult, uh, if you can have the perspective that God, uh, you can, God, you can use this to give God glory uh, and you can also help somebody else. Uh, who, who is potentially going to go through the same things uh, that you're going through. So everybody gets discouraged from time to time. And uh, preachers, they get discouraged every Monday morning uh, and after a long day. And it's really it's spiritual warfare and, and all that's involved in preaching. And I'm tired already. I've been tired all day. And thank you for praying uh, for me. Uh, And by the way, as we mentioned prayer requests, a couple that I forgot. If you pray for uh, Amy's stepdad, Rob, uh, he uh, just—he's got a bunch of nodules in both of his lungs. They just discovered that the other day, and they're going to be coming up uh, to Duluth Superior to meet us for the memorial. Trying to find a uh, somebody uh, through the VA that can help him uh, in praying that it's not uh, cancer. And then for Brother Burris, and his his cancer has kind of spread into his bones. Uh, in things. And so he, he had mentioned that this morning. So if you pray for him uh, as he gets uh, figured out for treatment. and So uh, we just need to be praying for each other. And, uh, and, and again, uh, the older we, we, we get, uh, the more sickness and the more things that we see and experience ourselves, but uh, and also in the people that we love. So Christians are not exempt from discouragement. Uh, they are, um, you know, there's nothing, when, when Jesus saved you, when he saved me, uh, there's no promise in the Bible that everything's just going to, uh, you know, uh, be wonderful. Uh, in fact, uh, in many respects, uh, God warns us that the opposite could be true, uh, that there's going to be persecution and tribulation, uh, and God has a purpose for all of that. So Paul went through many trials, but he never lost heart. Uh, he, in fact, there are several phrases here that we'll get into uh, in verse number eight as we go through. But we're going to be reading most of this chapter, and we'll we'll start out in verse uh, number one here in a second. So Paul told the Corinthians. Uh, several reasons why they should not lose heart, why they should be encouraged and not discouraged. And we can learn from what Paul told them and apply it to our own life. God put it in here uh, so that we can learn uh, and it can help us. And so by God's grace, we're going to look at a couple of things tonight that will help us uh, to not lose heart. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message and use it, uh, Lord, for your honor and glory in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. We read from the first several verses, but we'll read those again. It says, Therefore, verse chapter number four, verse one, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not, uh, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by a manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid... It's hid to them that are lost. And we, of course, we can stop reading right there. We talked about uh, that aspect this morning. I believe that Satan has blinded uh, the minds uh, of people. Uh, Darkness does that. I think that uh, while somebody's breathing and living, uh, there's always hope uh, that they can be saved. And maybe what we need to do is just keep giving them light, give the gospel light. Uh, And uh, and after a while, uh, God can do work. And he does the work, by the way. Uh, We try to polish up our gospel presentations and uh, and for some good reasons, sometimes for bad reasons. uh, But God does the saving. He uses us to share the gospel uh, with people. Uh, But one of the four reasons why we shouldn't be discouraged or lose heart uh, is Paul is saying to the church at Corinth. uh, And remember, they had gone through uh, a difficult time, a lot of sin in the church. Uh, They are rebounding at this point but there's a lot of persecution from without as well, uh, and they needed to be encouraged. We go to the Word of God. uh, The Word of God, we come to church to be edified and to be built up. Uh, We go to the Word of God, and God does that for us as well. Uh, But we should be encouraged because of the ministry uh, that He's entrusted to us. I I referenced briefly this morning, uh, that we have this ministry. Uh, it's not I have this ministry as a pastor, uh, but you have this ministry as well. Uh, it's for everyone. Everyone, it's not just, you know, whatever, professional church workers, uh, full-time, uh, uh, full-time pastors, it's for everybody. And we have a privilege, and it's a great privilege, uh, to know that God wants to use us uh, as partners. The Bible says that he could have made the rocks cry out, uh, but he didn't do that. Uh, He is commissioned a local church. Uh, We're to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. uh, And we have to be better at that. Um, I was um, uh, talking with some people. uh, Well, I I, I go to on Saturdays when I can uh, after visitation stuff, I'll drive. Uh, If you have a, a motorcycle, there's a lot of places you can go for free food. Uh, on Saturdays. And so they have barbecues and different things at the different dealerships. And so I went to Hogs and Dogs uh, yesterday and had a hot dog. Uh, and uh, and when I'm, when I'm at those types of things, whether it's there or if I'm at uh, a restaurant or Starbucks and I see, I'm, uh, uh, I, I believe the Bible's our final rule of faith and practice. I'm an independent Fundamental Baptist. I believe um, the Word of God. And, and if I felt like there was another group that was closer as far as Bible believers and practice, I would be it. Um, but I believe that I'm right where God wants me to be uh, as an independent Baptist. Now, uh, having said that, um, I don't like false doctrine. Uh, I'm against it. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't like the f- methods and forms that a lot of churches or so-called churches do uh, as they uh, try to, uh, to grow their church. Um, but um, you know what, I just don't see a lot of independent Baptists uh, that are reaching out to some of these groups. Uh, and um, I don't see a lot of independent Baptists having Bible studies and restaurants and Starbucks and, uh, and, uh, and doing those different things. So for as much as uh, folks have a zeal, not according to knowledge, we, need, we have knowledge and no zeal. Uh, and people are dying and going to hell every single day uh, that, that we could help and give the gospel to, but we're too busy. Uh, and, uh, but as I referenced this morning, uh, we can get frustrated by the lack of response to the gospel, the light of the gospel, but have to always remember that we're not responsible for the results. We are responsible for sowing the seed of the word of God and for being a witness. God is responsible for all that. Uh, it always cracks me up when, uh, when I confront people, preachers, in particular, about uh, pragmatism and methodology and, and all these different things. And they always, to defend what they do in their worship service, they always point to uh, conversions or people to get saved. God does that. Uh, we can't point to the, the things that God does uh, as an excuse uh, or, to, or to justify uh, the means or the methods that we... The end doesn't justify the means. Uh, God, God does a lot of things in our lives despite us. Uh, And God works in churches and saves people and uh, grows people. And people are discipled and baptized and in all of that uh, with uh, unsaved pastors Uh, and in congregations that uh, perhaps are carnal. There are people, there was probably, you know, not very much of a carnal church in the New Testament than the Church of Corinth. But people are still getting saved. Uh, People are still being reached with the gospel. Everyone has a ministry. It is a ministry that the Bible says in verse number one of chapter number four uh, that grows or flows from God's mercy, meaning the purpose, uh, the meaning and purpose are great gifts uh, that God has given to us. Mercy, grace, the virtues that God wants. We're saved and it's all of God's grace and his mercy. It's nothing that we've done uh, and we we need to be remembered that God saved us and he keeps us here for a purpose. Uh, often we might feel discouraged in that purpose, uh, but um, it, we have a, a ministry uh, that God has given us. And it's a ministry of truth. Uh, it is, it, we have the opportunity to give a trustworthy message of the gospel to a despairing world. Uh, people, people need the Lord and you, and you know the Lord. So, so we ought to share the gospel uh, with the people that we come in contact. You know, finding ways, uh, you know, to do that. Uh, and uh, so I try to get conversations that I'm having with people. Doesn't matter where I'm at, uh, to try to get it back uh, to the gospel. Uh, and, and it's uh, a sometimes difficult thing to do, um, but you, you gotta try. Uh, and it's, uh, it, whenever somebody's complaining about how terrible this world is, uh, tell them about a world that's way better. Uh, that you're going to and why uh, you're not stressed. In fact, I told those people, who uh, they figured out uh, what a millennialist, uh, <laughs> a premillennialist millennialist is. Uh, I said, you know, we look at the world and they're like, yeah, it's crazy. And I said, you know what? But as crazy as it is, we can have peace uh, knowing that God is in control. It's our ministry uh, that God has given to us that centers on Christ. Uh, he is both the subject and the motivation for our ministry, verse number five: For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Uh, one of the difficult balances, I believe, that churches have uh, in Christianity today, and even in our uh, groups and whatever, uh, are is not focusing on Christ, not being Christ-centered, but uh, program-centered or seeker-sensitive. Uh, trying to build uh, in a way uh, a, a kingdom <laughs> uh, to themselves and I'm all for properties and, and all that kind of stuff and, and and I want God to grow our church uh, but uh, but our our church needs to be centered on Christ and and Christ needs to be preached uh, and he will get the glory um, I think you know if we uh, we want to let loose a little bit on uh, on some of the the biblical things that God uh, has required of us in the Bible. Uh, there'll be a, a whole lot more people here. Uh, but what you what you c- catch them with is what you got to keep them with, uh, and uh, and and that's one of the difficult prospects that pastors try to. Uh, they try to balance that. Uh, it's a ministry, the Bible says in verse 6, For God who commandeth the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Uh, it's a, a ministry. We can't hide the gospel. It's hidden in part because of what Satan has done. Uh, but again, the, sometimes darkness is there because of the absence of light. And we are salt and light. We need, to be, we need to shine, uh, and we, we talked about that this morning. But the second reason that he gives why Christians should be encouraged, not discouraged, why uh, they shouldn't lose heart, we find in verses seven down through verse number 12, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, and, but not in despair "...persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh." So then, death worketh in us, but life uh, in you. Now, there's a whole lot to unwrap in those past, that passage or those several verses that we can't really get into uh, tonight. Uh, but we can be encouraged because of the treasure uh, that God has invested uh, in us. Um, the vessel, our body, we know is weak. We read about that in chapter number five and explained it a little bit. Uh, we we are God knows our frame. Uh, we're but dust. Uh, he, has, he has plucked us out of the miry clay. Uh, I mean, everything that's good about it's all the grace of God. Uh, he, he knows us, uh, obviously, because He's a sovereign God better than we know ourselves. And He knows what we think before we even think it. Uh, he is a, an all-knowing God. Uh, but uh, the, the, uh, He's invested His treasure uh, in us as earthen vessels. Uh, and the vessel, the body, is weak. And so that phrase, and I preached on it not too long ago, uh, but there are many vessels that people had in their homes uh, at this time in society. And the earthen ones uh, were the, the the least valuable. Uh, those were the kind of common ones that were there. Uh, it would be like I don't know, the Tupperware of, of Bible Times. Uh, and I had a, a pastor a friend, his wife had put something on uh, the internet yesterday, said, My mom is retiring uh, from her Tupperware business. And there was a picture, like the big, the giant, the, the biggest pile of Tupperware stuff. Uh, you ever did see? Uh, and I said, you know, I asked her, I says, Does Tupperware have a container? She can put all those in? <laughs> uh, and uh, she said, Probably. Uh, and uh, so these were the common uh, types of, uh, of vessels that were at that time. But being earthen vessels, they were very weak uh, and uh, they could be destroyed uh, easily. Uh, and, but um, look at verse number seven. It says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that's the excellency of power may be of God and not of us. Uh, God invests this treasure of grace and mercy and salvation in us, in earthen vessels, so that we can't take the glory. Um, there's nothing, the, the vessel has, in this context, the vessel isn't what has the value. The value is what is in the vessel. Uh, the earthen vessel is a, is a plain vessel, has little value in and of itself, uh, And but it's the contents that make uh, us, Valuable. Now, again, I, I, I believe God creates us in his image. I believe that God doesn't make mistakes. In fact, I challenged someone that came to church several years ago uh, uh, about uh, their lifestyle. And, and, uh, and I, I asked them, I said, uh, does God make mistakes? And they're like, No. And uh, and it was a super hard t- for, for people to grasp the truth because their their minds are darkened uh, and, and they can, you know, somebody can come to church here and feel welcomed and, and loved and feel the love of Christ, which they should. Uh, but you get into the truth of the word of God and it is in it in it cuts to the quick. Uh, it pierces even the dividing, you know, asunder soul and spirit. Uh, it's a, it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart, and uh, and it's a double, it's a two edged sword. And uh, when you give people the gospel and give them the word of God, uh, it, 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 you can be the nicest person uh, around, uh, but they're going to get offended at the truth. So the vessel does not possess, uh, you know. Uh, the the value or the beauty uh, and uh, but the gospel uh, and the transformation that God brings into our life uh, brings us uh, makes us of great value. And because of this, um, we can face struggles and difficulties. Um, I you know, God is a a very gracious God, and God we know He supplies our needs. He knows our needs before we even ask them. But there's a part of me that, um, I, you know, I, I feel kind of like a trust fund kid uh, to the extent that my heavenly father, he owns the, the cattle on a thousand hills of wealth in every mine. He's the source. Uh, I'm a joint heir with Christ. I'm an ambassador for Christ. This world's not my home. I'm a citizen of heaven. Uh, I, I find great comfort in my position uh, in Christ uh, that uh, that encourages me. That gives me confidence and boldness. Uh, I know where I'm going uh, based on the promise of God's word. Not because I deserve any of it. I don't deserve a thing. Uh, but, uh, but I just I walk through life with that confidence. Um, and 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 it'll it'll help you uh, if you if you see what God says about who we are and what we possess and how valuable valuable we are. And and. As a Bible-believing Christian, with the Holy Spirit of God indwelling in us, and the Word of God, the Church of God, the preaching of God's Word, um, we have a greater chance of, uh, of finding um, our value and purpose. That's what people get discouraged when they, when they lose purpose, and they don't have... Uh, you know, something to look forward to. Uh, and uh, we have so much to look forward to in God. So we should be not lose heart and be encouraged because of the ministry that God has entrusted in us uh, and the treasure that he has invested in us, but then also by the faith that's working through us. Look at verse number 13. We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Uh, So faith... Uh, as we read in uh, in verse number thirteen, is developed by the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. We had one of the missionary presentations the other uh, last week. Uh, you know, how how can they hear without a preacher? How can they have a preacher lest they be sent. You're paraphrasing, uh, but the Word of God preaching the Word of God to the lost is foolishness to them. Uh, but f- that's how faith is developed. Here's here's what um, I, I I talked to this guy uh, y- yesterday. Uh, and uh, I, I gave him, I didn't even know who he was. And so I introduced myself to him, uh, and uh, he introduced himself to me. And then he, then he, he named um, a, a former member of our church. Like he recognized my name and then knew this person. Uh, and uh, and uh, uh, so uh, whenever somebody leaves Berean Baptist Church, I try not to kick them on the way out. Um, And the person said, well, you know, church is like a revolving door. It is, but that's not how I look at it. Uh, You know, people come and people go and there's love and there's loss, all that. Um, But uh, I always want people to know that, that they could come back. Uh, I know that, uh, that it's important for them to, not just them, but anyone. I want people to come. I want them to be influenced by the word of God. And if, and if, I, can't, if I can't get them here um, to sit under the preaching of God's word, uh, it's, it's a bigger struggle to try to reach them. So I want always to have uh, the opportunity or the influence to not squander that. Uh, so that there's potential for somebody to come. Um, we, have, we have folks that come to this church uh, who are atheists. Uh, and, uh, and I want them to keep coming. Why? Because uh, the more they're exposed to the light of the gospel, uh, the, the, the more God begins to work. And that's just how, that's how God does it. Uh, and, and we have that ministry uh, because of the faith that God uh, has, is developing in us that we get through His Word. We're, we grow uh, through the Word of God. God speaks to us uh, through his word. Uh, and then that faith is to be communicated to other people. Um, I, you know, uh, years ago, I, it's probably not politically correct or whatever, and maybe it's a little bit gross, but I referred to Christians who come to church and come to church always get, 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 uh, but never give uh, as being spiritually constipated. Um, all they do is just take it in and take it in, and they never give it out. Uh, and, uh, and that might be a, a crude illustration, uh, but you, know, uh, you, know, you just say, is that how you look at me, Pastor? Yeah, sometimes I look at you and go, your spirit's constipated. Uh, and uh, we can't just be takers. We've got to be givers. Uh, we've received the gift of salvation, and I'm thankful for that, uh, but th- that should motivate me to share it with other people. Uh, And uh, and our faith is supposed to be it's communicated to other people, and here's how here's how it works. This is going to blow your mind. The more we express our faith to other people, uh, the more others will find faith. And uh, you know, soul winning. The more people that go soul winning, the more people will get reached. The more times you present the gospel, the greater the chances are that somebody will receive the gospel and get saved. Um, it, 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 we, we are against um, the precepts of Calvinism, but we act like Calvinists. Uh, we, we go to church and just think God's just going to do whatever he does and we don't have to participate. Uh, But we certainly do. The more we express faith, the more others will find faith. And then the more people that find faith, the more God is pleased. That's what he says in verse number 15. For all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the uh, thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Uh, So God is pleased. All of heaven rejoices when one sinner comes to repentance. Um, there's, There's really... Uh, there's a lot of things that we can do that please the Lord, uh, but one of the greatest things that pleases God is, is for us to uh, preach the gospel to people uh, and to share our faith. So you want to make God happy tomorrow? Tell somebody about Jesus uh, and uh, keep gospel tracks uh, in your pocket. Uh, and, uh, and and in witness uh, to them, uh, I, I was talking to this uh, this guy. Many of you know uh, for a, a smoker, a a, a bigger smoking uh, smoking machine. Uh, and uh, anyways, uh, I was talking to him, and what I said to him is, I said, "You ought to, I said, "Maybe you should." He's a big businessman, and I said, "You need tax write-offs." I was trying to get him to donate it to the, the smoker to the church. Uh, and uh, and he's well, he says, "I've got plenty of." Uh, we're texting back and forth. I've got plenty of, of opportunities uh, in tax deductions, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and I said he said, you need to find uh, an angel investor uh, to, to purchase it. Uh, and, he, and he said he would lower the price and things which he had done. And, uh, and so I said, I think you're the angel investor. Uh, and I said, laying up treasures in heaven can't be bad. Uh, and uh, and then I said a couple other things. He sends me back another text. He says, "For clarity, I'm an agnostic." Uh, and I said, "Well, I can I can help you uh, with that too." And uh, I said, "I like you." And so even if I buy it or whatever, uh, I'm, I'm this, that, and the other. And he said, "He his reply was cool." And uh, here's the point I'm trying to make with that. That's just uh, you know somebody that I just met. Um, he doesn't know me from, from Adam, but we're on, we're on spiritual terms. And, uh, and he's, you know, we're, we're kind of laying out uh, and, uh, where we are and all these things. And, uh, but to me, it's like challenge accepted. Uh, and uh, I, I can, you know, uh, but I can't, I'm not going to reason with him about, you know, what atheism is, what agnosticism is, and all the different, that kind of stuff, because I'll get in trouble because I get kind of sarcastic. Uh, about those types of things. But what am I going to do? Give them the light of the gospel uh, and give it to him again uh, to, to, to be Christian uh, and, uh, and my conversations with him. Uh, and, uh, and God is pleased with that. Uh, so if I want to please God, if you want to please God, you take this ministry that God has given you uh, and, and the, uh, the treasure that he's invested in you uh, and this opportunity. But then also lastly in tonight, uh, verses 16 through 18 Uh, We can be encouraged, not discouraged, not lose heart uh, because of the character that God is developing in us. Notice what it says. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction was but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. uh, While we look not at the things which are seen, uh, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Uh, inwardly, the Bible says that we are constantly being renewed. Our outward man perishes. This, this earthly tabernacle uh, is dissolving. That's what chapter number five uh, is about. He's continuing that thought. And we groan, desiring to be clothed upon uh, with our house from heaven uh, and, uh, and to, uh, to get rid of this uh, this earthly, sinful tabernacle. Um, but even though everything, everything tends to disorder, right? Everything falls apart. Uh, moths come and rust corrupts. Uh, we know that the word of God says that, that we are to lay up treasures in heaven uh, where, where those things can't, uh, can't mess with them. Uh, but even though we're, we're all dying, we're all turmoil in that way, um, our inward man is constantly being renewed. Uh, as we are close to God. So compared, again, compared to eternity, uh, the, affliction that we, the afflictions that we suffer right now, they're just short. They're just vapor things. And I, I know you all know this, uh, but um, we need to press on. We need to endure hardness. Uh, we, need to, we need to be encouraged. And really, a lot of our time in life, um, I don't know, maybe this isn't the case with you, but I do a lot of uh, of self talking uh, to um, to remind myself uh, of, uh, of of how good God is uh, about the blessings that uh, that that God has given me in ministry and to be able uh, to serve Him uh, because the devil is there's just a, a constant attack and if it, if it isn't the devil attacking it's just it's just it, the world's crazy. Uh, and and it's just it's just hard to see uh, uh, all of the all of the craziness that's going on. Uh, but um, when I when I read the book and when I read the Word of God and I and I know the plans that God has for me and that He's bringing me to an expected end, uh, I, I just I remind myself of that. I have a thought, uh, and then I try to bring that thought into captivity. I know that I'm not supposed to have the spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. Uh, I'm not to be anxious for anything. Uh, be careful for nothing, God says. Why worry you know, when we can pray? And by the way, most of the things we worry about never happen. Uh, and, uh, and so I'll use myself as illustration. Uh, so last week I get the whole, I'm stage three uh, yeah, for, my, for my kidney stuff. Kidney failure, uh, and uh, so I was at whatever fifty six percent. So I'd lost half my kidney function. Um, I know, I know what this book says, and I'm all this stuff. I know where I'm going. Uh, I'll, I'll preach. You know, the worst and best thing that can happen to us is for us to die into to into go to heaven. Uh, you know, we don't want to die, but I mean, how can we be uh, sad that we're you know we're going to go to heaven? Um, I, I believe all that stuff. Uh, but I was I was discouraged with the news. Uh, and I'm like, you know, um, I, I don't know how you can get that, you know, the kidney function back and blah, blah, blah. And and so I'm just like, okay, uh, you know, uh, just drinking all this water, different stuff. And praise the Lord, the numbers jumped up. So I went from stage three to the levels for stage two. and I don't know all the, you know, whatever people, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff. And by the way, uh, you know, uh, I'm just... I'm going to do what the doctor's tell me to do. I know everybody's got plans. In fact, I went, somebody said, get this stuff. And I went to go get it. It was like $150 uh, for a supplement. And, uh, and so I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm not going to drown myself with water and fill myself up with supplements <laughs> uh, you know, to try to do. I'm just going to do what they say. But my point is this. Even, even I'm a pastor and a Christian, and I spend so much time trying to encourage other people to have the right perspective about things, and in a moment, um, it, you can be affected uh, that way yourself. And by the way, that's the, I'm my own worst enemy, and I'm harder on myself than I'm harder on anybody else. And in those moments, I not only have to deal with the discouragement, but I have to self talk like, like, you know, you sorry hypocrite. <laughs> you know, here, here you are telling other people that God's in control. Uh, and you're acting like he isn't, or you're thinking. And I'm going through all this, I'm not, not schizophrenic or, uh, you know, and, uh, and talking to myself, but we all have that inner voice that, uh, that we communicate with and, uh, and, and process stuff through. Um, God, is, God is so good, and, uh, and um, we need to encourage ourselves with the word of God. So we check our feelings with facts. Uh, so when I'm feeling a certain way, I got to go to the Bible. And, uh, and it says, uh, you know, basically in these verses, we're troubled on every side, you're not distressed. Um, you know, we, we're concerned, not distressed. We're confused, not depressed. We're uh, crucified, not deserted, cast down, not devastated. Uh, the, the, it's just getting up. I mean, it's, it's putting one foot in front of the other. And it's just going until God calls us home or the trumpet sounds. Uh, and the rapture takes place. That would be great. Uh, but, if, but if he doesn't um, our bodies will decay. Our inner man can be renewed. Uh, we have hope in Christ. Uh, we don't have to be discouraged. Uh, and really, it's not a sin to get discouraged. It's, it's really a sin to stay discouraged when, when, we, when we know how good uh, God is to us. And it's not cliche. I mean, everybody, you know, I, I can take uh, Miss McBriar. Um, you know, she's, she's, you know, got huge problems that she has to deal with right now and getting on the transplant list. Uh, And uh, they're praying for me and I'm praying for them. Uh, But uh, the whole, like, it could be worse, you know, um, is, is, it's not a pat answer. It's cliche. There's always somebody that's got it worse off than you do. And again, if anybody could, you know, had a license to get discouraged, it would have been the apostle Paul and uh, in the movie uh, and I'm, uh, I'm done. Uh, it's a wonderful life. And by the way, I don't think I've, I've still, I've not watched it from beginning to end. Uh, and uh, most of those classic movies, uh, I just don't. But I do remember uh, George Bailey's guardian angel when he asks his superior about George uh, and he asks, is he sick? And uh, the, the other, the angel said, it's worse. It's worse than that. He's discouraged. Yeah. And... Um, we think about our bodies and the sickness that our bodies have and get, and the things that we struggle with. And uh, again, you know, uh, our, that's that's what's going to happen. But what's worse than physical sickness is is mental sickness. Uh, having our spirit in a, you know in struggling and not being able to control our own spirit, discouragement uh, is a place. You know, I, I I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have uh, you know problems with my kidneys. Uh, than, than clinical depression, um, and, and so there's not a whole lot that we can do. I mean, there are you know we can, you know we can eat. I saw a guy he you know it's not like the old thing where the guy ate McDonald's for 100 days and and it just destroyed his body. There's this guy on the internet. He ate McDonald's for 100 days, lost 53 pounds. And uh, and I said that is a diet that I can sustain. Uh, and I said I'm going on the McDonald's diet. Uh, and uh, you know we can we can feed our bodies the wrong things, and we can we can add to uh, and not be good stewards of, of of our bodies that would would add to uh, sicknesses and things like that. And and that's in part you know uh, with me with the uh, with the kidney stuff. Um, but the physical the the, the emotional side it's the harder thing to manage. Uh, and uh, in some respects, but it's also easier. Like you know, you can't you can't make an organ uh, in your body start working again or whatever. But but you can you can control what you're thinking, uh, and you can get in the Word of God, uh, and you can you can we can encourage one another and provoke each other under love and in good works. Uh, and so I'd, I'd I'd much rather have a physical uh, ailment uh, than an emotional spiritual one. Uh, and and Paul. Uh, is um, he had it all Uh, and he has penned words for us that are so uh, important and can help us Uh, many people have sustained themselves in times of crises uh, with that little slogan this too shall pass and uh, and uh, and I believe that there's nothing you're going I mean God God is so good Uh, and uh, so whatever is discouraging you don't be discouraged Um, you're blessed uh, and, and when we, we can go to these passages like this and Paul and just to know uh, that um, uh, God, God's got us uh, and, and he uh, loves us uh, and more than, more than we will acknowledge, uh, more than we know, uh, we love him because he first loved us. Uh, so don't be discouraged. Be encouraged uh, by Paul's words from Second Corinthians chapter number four. Let's all stand tonight and uh, we'll have a moment of prayer.